0: Radio studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center.
1: Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty show. They want to show us how they did it, but first we have to clamber over the bridge they downed to see the armored column they managed to take out. The riverbank is littered with their skeletons, and this was a turkey shoot. Russian armored vehicles and tanks had come off the road to avoid the anti-tank mines, only to find themselves unable to cross the bridge and unable to reverse in time. Ukrainian forces tell us none of the soldiers inside survived. So uh,
2: there's a lot of good journalism going on in Ukraine. It has been a, uh, a, a, a real step back to the, you know the old days. Of journalism, I think around this Ukraine story and CNN, particularly Jake Tapper's show, where that came comes from, is just fantastic every single day on this. And this that was the legendary Christiane Amanpour who's in Ukraine. And as the Ukrainians are starting to take back land, you know we're we're hearing more of the stories about what went on in those early days and weeks when the the battles were really hot. And um and she was with some villagers that had fought off an attack. And she continues to tell the story.
1: A little further up the road, two tanks have been virtually smelted, blasted almost to smithereens. 40 year old Yevgeny, a veteran fighter, proudly tells us this was his handiwork. We all here have one role to keep the enemy off our land, he says. First thing they did after seeing the village, they started to shell houses, just like that. They didn't see us. They didn't know we were here, so they just started to work on houses. And so I took the tank in my sights, and I fired a rocket, and goodbye to him.
2: And, so, uh, and hmm. so, just these regular, like, farm people, men, women, and, you know, able-bodied kids, came up with a plan and hid and waited for these Russian tanks to show up, and she goes on with the story.
1: The destroyed vehicles are stamped with an O, The Ukrainian officers here tell us this identifies them as Russian units that entered from Belarus to the north. Oleg is the officer who commanded this operation. As for now, looking at previous fighting we've had, I can tell you that we are trained better, he tells me. We have stronger morale and spirit because we are at home. They are afraid, but they go because they're made to. He's been battle-hardened ever since the first Russian invasion in 2014. He says his side has enough weapons, ammunition and determination to win. I can tell you I'm almost sure the Russians are regrouping and not retreating, he says. Besides, we are preparing ourselves to go forward. We're not preparing just to defend here.
2: Yeah, they are ready to lay waste, and I'm looking up at uh, CBS where they've got uh, Ukraine pushes back Russian military and going around and looking at the burnout husks of tanks and trucks and dead bodies of Russians all over the place. You know, originally when those numbers came out last week of how many soldiers, Russian soldiers, had been killed by the Ukrainians, some people were skeptical. I think as we're seeing more of the you know battlefields,
0: it's becoming easier to believe that mm-hmm. those numbers may be accurate. Well, the math works, too. I mean, the question of morale and training and the weaponry and the, the crappy quality of the Russian tanks and the rest of it, it all rings true. A quick note uh, before we move on to more war stuff. a uh, Credit to CNN, which in the post-Zucker era has, uh, to uh, some extent anyway, recaptured their heritage as a damn fine news channel. I hope maybe they fire the castrato, uh, Brian Stelter and some of their other numbskulls, and and get back to doing what they do best. But I say, well done. Ah, What was I going to say? Oh, you know, uh, you can sympathize and yet still do your mission, but I'm picturing this 19-year-old Russian kid sitting there taking an engineering class in his university when somebody taps him on the shoulder and says, hey, come out into the hallway, and he's in the Russian army. Before he knows it, he's in Belarus thinking this is a hell of a training exercise. Before he knows it, he's in Ukraine with a gun in his hand getting shot at. By uh, every freaking farmer behind a
2: rock and a well trained Ukrainian military.
0: Right, right, right. Nice job, Pooter. Here's
2: another uh, piece of great journalism from ABC News as they survey some of the damage Ukraine has inflicted. Uh. Russians seen here firing indiscriminately into buildings in the Mariupol neighborhood. Verified video circulated online by a journalist who's embedded with the Russian military show the intense fighting. This village outside Chernihiv now back under Ukrainian control. Residents forced to leave. Signs of Russian defeat everywhere. And this is what the fight leaves behind. In a recently liberated area north of Kiev, graphic video shows the bodies of Russian soldiers on the ground and in the brush. Signs of Russian defeat everywhere.
0: I love that wow. phrase. Wow, you know signs of decimation of the Ukrainian uh, state and people everywhere as well. Obviously, but, yeah, yeah.
2: But given the uh, you know asymmetry of force, it's just incredible the amount of uh, of damage the Ukrainians were able to inflict on the invading army.
0: Right. Right. Hey, speaking of uh, poor practices and morale and that sort of thing among the Russians, this is a hell of a story. Several hundred Russian troops have been withdrawn from the Chernobyl nuclear facility in Ukraine after suffering from, quote, acute radiation sickness, and they're being treated in Belarus, according to multiple reports. The Pentagon confirmed earlier that the Russian forces began to pull out from the defunct facility, which was taken on day one of the invasion after a pledge by the Kremlin to scale back its offensive, which is certainly phony. Uh, but an employee at the public council for the exclusion zone, as they call it, said the soldiers had fled while irradiated and were bused to a medical facility in Belarus. Quote, <laughs> this is from an official. Another batch of irradiated terrorists who seized the Chernobyl zone were brought to the Belarusian Radiation Medical Center in Gomel today. Or Gomel, have you dug trenches in the Red Forest, Byaches? Now live the rest of your short life with this. There are rules for handling this area. They're mandatory because radiation is physics. It works regardless of your status or the rank on your shoulder, he wrote. So how did the Russian military, what were they thinking?
2: I mean... I've s- s- Had they not watched the Netflix series about uh, Chernobyl, had they not seen the 60 Minutes report from a couple of years ago, of how dangerous the radiation was? How did everybody in the world know how dangerous the Chernobyl area was, but the Russian military didn't? And they go in there and just they start digging in the dirt.
0: And or they were just, you know, using soldiers for not cannon fodder, but radiation fodder. No. They figured, all right, we got these 200 guys. They're going to die. You guys look after Chernobyl for a while. Uh, apparently, they, according to, to Ukrainian officials, Russian troops, quote, looted and destroyed a laboratory containing highly active radioactive samples from the decommissioned plant.
2: Unbelievable. I'll bet you're right. I hadn't considered that. Yeah, no, he knew exactly what it would do to the soldiers. He didn't care. It's just an area they needed to uh, secure, and uh, if they die of uh, radiation poisoning
0: down the road, what do I care? I am Vladimir Putin. I am evil. Yeah, it's uh, it's in a kind of an important spot along the road to Kiev, so they just figured, yeah, these two hundred guys are dead of radiation sickness.
2: the The amount of joy I take in seeing those uh, villagers who were able to take out all these Russian soldiers, you know, well, it's a good guy beating the bad guy. Unfortunately, the soldiers themselves are probably not bad guys. They're just doing what they were told, but you got to kill them anyway. Right.
0: Yeah. It's a damn shame. But you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. I just think it's interesting. I read this essay. It's really long, and it's kind of egg-headed, but talking about how so many Americans, having been taught and told for years and years to hate their own country, are now expressing uh, pride and patriotism, but with the blue and the yellow instead right. of the red, white, and blue.
2: Right. Well, remember that poll from a couple of weeks ago on uh, what a small number of our young people would be willing to fight like that if the same thing happened in the United States? Well, of course they wouldn't, because they've been told by since they were kindergartners, that this is a bad country.
0: Right. And the the essay is actually one of the main things it looks into is the nature of citizenship through history and what it means and whether it's earned, whether it means anything to the individual, if they're proud of it or that sort of thing. And they make the point that all you have to do to be a citizen is to fog a mirror, essentially, and, and fill out some paperwork. And increasingly, if you wander across the border illegally, you'll get all the benefits of citizenship anyway. So it's rendered citizenship meaningless, combined with the uh, self-hatred that's so hot in uh, intelligentsia and academia these days. It's it's an interesting thought. I don't think it's permanent, honestly. I hope it's not. There's plenty of us who are are patriots and love this country. Um, But it's an interesting thought.
2: I just saw on the TV one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. So they've got the COVID problem real bad there in China, and they got Shanghai locked down. City of twenty six million, uh, just insanely big, right? Yeah. And it, like locked down, locked down, like you're not allowed to leave your house. Locked down, wow. and they got this robot dog. It looks like the robots you've seen from the what is that? Boston. Oh, Boston Dynamics, is it? Yeah, yeah. It looks like one of those robot dogs. They're kind of creepy because they look so dog like and move so dog like, but they got no heads. So <laughs> that's really... creepy. all that's right. that's creepy. But it's got a bullhorn duck taped to its back and I'm just watching the video I assuming it's running down the street I assume that they're making announcements through the the government is making announcements through the bullhorn strapped to the back of the robot dog and it's a very strange look as it runs down the completely empty street of a city of a gazillion people that is like out of a movie, man. I mean, that's out of a dystopian movie. A robot dog with a bullhorn strap to a back saying, stay in your homes.
0: Stay in your homes. You know, Jack, I think you have achieved one of my favorite things in life. I think you just spoke a sentence that's never been spoken in the history of mankind. It's not easy to do. Well done. Weird, wow. man. We'll have yeah, to find the- that video. And they're trying to crack down hard in Hong Kong, too. And the Hong Kongers are like, no, no, no. We've got civil liberties still, right? Don't we? And it's it's very uncomfortable. They're also mad because the uh, the Chinese communists are installing these COVID detention centers. And the Hong Kongers are saying, why can't we just stay at home? But they have the detention centers. And what they're really mad about is they have squat toilets. And Hong Kongers are used to sit on toilets and not the squatters. I got to admit, it'd take me a while to
2: adjust to the whole climb up here and squat toilet. Or Yeah, my knees ain't so great. And when I was in Moscow, there was a, there was a pay, pay bathroom where you, you paid to go in. It was very clean, but you squatted over a hole. That's what you did. I don't want to. It was stalls, and you opened the stall door, and it was just a hole in the cement tile, nice tile floor. And you squatted over a hole. How, how long did you stand there looking at it before you kind of caught on? Uh, I had to look at for a while and think: Is this what I really want to do, or should I
0: find it? Is the toilet missing, or is there not supposed to be one? When Nature calls, skis, what are you going to do? It's in the house. <laughs> and that was was that back in the day when you might have enjoyed a vodka or two. No, 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 no. No,
2: no. I've I've told that story before about uh, being newly sober in Moscow and that whole thing. But um, oh, yeah, right. Ah, uh, robot dogs. Yelling at you, uh, orders from the government. Look for that in your town soon. Um, Bunch of other stuff we need to talk about. Oh, yeah, the Hunter Biden thing starting to get real attention. Dude's goose is cooked. Police were ready to arrest Will Smith. I mean, they were there and telling everybody we're ready to, we'll take him out right now. So more on that. Stay tuned for everything.
0: Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. President Biden spoke yesterday with Ukrainian president Volodymyr Zelensky
2: for nearly an hour. Zelensky secured $500 million in aid and Biden somehow ended up with a reverse mortgage. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great joke. That's a
0: good joke. Oh, he got me there. Two quick things to mention.
2: The the creepy must-see video of the robot dog with the bullhorn strapped to it running the empty streets of China yelling government orders at COVID people. Just, we got that at the website, armstrongandgetty.com. dot com. Also, see. I'd just been informed that... Governor DeSantis has teamed with Leonard Skynyard to craft a song that includes shouts of Let's Go, Brandon, and I hear it's pretty good.
0: Let's wow. Go, Brandon! So we'll have that wow. for you
2: next half hour.
0: Er McGur. <laughs> I know. Oh, wait, but wait, there's more, folks. Brand new Kamala Harris Jamaican Word Salad with the jerk spices and the chicken. Stay tuned for that. It's a head scratcher and. The best Kamala Harris imitation I have ever heard. Cool. We may have a a new asset. We got to get in touch with this gal. We'll play that for you next half hour. So uh, it it is somewhat disgusting and and rather clearly duplicitous. But the mainstream media types like the Washington Post are now all over the Hunter Biden. Uh, multi-zillion dollar deals, the laptop, the emails, the rest of its story. Uh, they ignored it during the election because they wanted to get rid of Trump at any cost, including their principles. Now they're on it because it's so obviously government malfeasance and because, I believe, they've turned on Biden. They realize that he's a he's a spent old man who's not going to lead any sort of progressive uh, utopia. So uh, again, they're turning on him. But having said that, they are on the story and some of their heavyweights are reporting on it. Um they report, uh, while many aspects of Hunter Biden's financial arrangement with CEFC, China Energy, giant, closely tied to the Communist Party energy company, have been previously reported and were included in a Republican-led Senate report, the Washington Post reviewed uh, review confirmed many of the key details and found additional documents showing Biden family interactions with Chinese executives. Biden family interactions. Over the course of 14 months, the Chinese energy conglomerate and its executives paid $4.8 million to entities controlled by Hunter Biden and his uncle, Joe Biden's brother, according to government records, court documents, newly disclosed bank statements, etc. The new documents, which include a signed copy of a million-dollar legal retainer. You know, it's funny. I'm a Chinese energy conglomerate. I need a lawyer. You know who I'm going to pay a million-dollar retainer to? The son of the vice president. You know it's what? the best lawyer on earth.
2: You know what it just occurred to me is since there is no such thing as a private company that gets to do whatever it wants without the Communist Party having some influence on it, how much was the Communist Party encouraging? Give them as much money as you want. It's not about profit. Right. If we have some sort of compromising material with the Biden family, oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. So there's, there's probably some of that in addition to companies just trying to get over
0: yeah and they paid Hunter Biden and his uncle Jim Biden three point eight million dollars in consulting fees because who knows more about Chinese energy than than Hunter Biden and Jim Biden? This is unfreaking believable well, and, and to what extent
2: would the 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 the, the chai want this information to come out oh
0: clearly of course well, they would. yeah yeah they wanted they wanted it uh, in reserve you know we got an int- and i'm sorry we're already out of time for goodness sakes the clock is a cruel son of a gun um there's more details which we'll get to in a bit but i love this email we got from jt uh so biden never spoke to hunter about his business dealings i don't believe that for a second by the way but Isn't it worse if he never spoke to him? Hunter was literally accompanying his vice president father to countries that Joe Biden was responsible for handling, including our greatest rival on Earth. Joe Biden knew his son was making business deals while on those trips. Joe Biden knew his son had a drug problem. Yet Joe Biden never considered the possible impropriety of the whole thing, or at least the appearance. Not enough of an issue to at least speak to his own son about possible ethical, financial and political wrongdoings that might result from improper, quote unquote, business dealings. How are we expected to believe that? I'll give you a ride on Air Force Two. You do whatever you want. Sign millions of dollars of contracts with the communists. No problem. What?
2: Yeah, well, uh, we've got more on that coming up. Stay tuned.
0: Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty
1: Show.
2: You've got three essentially three numbers here that all point into dangerous territory for the Democrats and the incumbent party. Presidential job rating at 40%, wrong track over 70%, and the Republicans leading
0: in the generic ballot. Not a good time. The great tim
2: whatever. I hate that topic. Don't get me started. We got too many things to talk about. And plenty of time before November to roll
0: through that mess. The only thing that matters is who's in power and who gets to siphon the taxpayer dollars, Jack. It's the only thing they care about in DC plays.
2: And people buy into that. It's just a distraction from policy. Let's care about policy. Okay? Let's care about policy and talk about that and not who's about to win, who's about to lose. Whatever. Um we have the video of the Chinese robot dog with the bullhorn strapped to its back, barking out warnings from the Communist Party.
0: Oh, well phrased.
2: <laughs> we have that video at ArmstrongandGetty.com. Running the streets of an empty Shanghai. It's it's crazy. It's like something out of an over-the-top dystopian movie. And it actually is happening in China. And the governor of Florida has teamed up with Leonard Skinnerd because he just had to. I mean, the universe makes that happen, doesn't it? Sure. Doesn't the math it? works. The gravity is there. Um, to create a song that we'll have next segment that I've heard is clever, so stay tuned.
0: Fantastic. So getting back to the Hunter Biden story, and it does occur to me that for national security purposes, maybe we just let the old man go away at some point. Um, but it is absolutely clear that Hunter Biden and his family, including Jim Biden, the brother of the president, and I believe the big guy, were on the hook to the Chinese Communist Party doing enormous deals. And a, a lot of the big deal with these Chinese energy company took place. Um, In 2015, when the Bidens, quote, were reeling from the death of Hunter's older brother, Bo, I have no doubt, Hunter was struggling with drug use. I was in the throes of addiction, Hunter wrote in his memoir published last year. So. And also during the divorce proceedings, the court filing in the case described, quote, outstanding debts that are shocking and overwhelming. Anyway, so it's at this point that the drug-addicted, debt-drowning Hunter Biden and his uncle go to China and and sign these multi-multi-million-dollar deals with Chinese energy companies. It's a credit to Hunter
2: on some level that he never put a gun in his mouth. I mean, he was in... He gambled away his... First family's money for the kids and the wife and everything like that. He was a crack addict. He had knocked up some stripper chick. Uh, The world was finding out about all this. He had the Russians and Chinese after him. It's amazing that he's just
0: kept plowing forward. Well, he had the Russians and Chinese after him to throw money at him. Uh, but an interme- intermediary from this big energy company, uh, reached out to Hunter Biden in December 2015, set up a meeting with, uh, Hunter and Yi Jianming, the founder and chairman of the Chinese firm. A Serbian politician who had recently served as president of the UN General Assembly, so he's a heavyweight, wrote in an email to, uh, Hunter that he was hosting a small private dinner in Washington with Yi, whom he called one of the 10 wealthiest Chinese businessmen and wanted Hunter to attend. And, uh, then, uh, this, this, uh, Politician from Serbia wrote of Hunter, he's young and dynamic with top-level connections in his country. Uh, I'd say he's got top-level connections. It's just unbelievable, and they go into some details about uh, these joint ventures for the CEFc, the giant Chinese company in the U.S., including a forty million dollar joint venture to produce liquefied natural gas, natural gas rather, in Louisiana. On and on and on, all sorts of uh, red flags dealing with uh, banking in Sweden and, and the Biden Foundation. Uh, it's obviously so clearly the family business, and there are big, big nasty charges coming down. Uh, we will be able to follow it as it unfolds, but I want to leave time for something truly important because the FBI will get to Hunter and Jim and soon old Joe. We give you perhaps the greatest wordsmith in the English language currently on Earth, the great Kamala Harris. This was Kamala sent to Jamaica, which is number one. I'd like to apologize to Jamaica. It's an insult that we would send Kamala to you. Uh, She was talking about something or other in clip 50. Here's a typical Kamala performance. For Jamaica, one of the issues that has been presented as an issue that is economic in the way of its impact has been the pandemic. So to that end, we are announcing today also that we will assist Jamaica in COVID recovery um, by assisting in terms of the recovery efforts in Jamaica that have been essential to, I believe, what is necessary to strengthen not only uh, the the, the issue of public health, but also the economy.
2: She is hard to follow. Wow. She is the worst
0: extemporaneous public speaker Ever, and she probably she had to have notes. I mean, it's an official visit. I mean, that was like the family style word salad where they got the big tongs in the middle and everybody takes. See, a bowl here, here's
2: here's one difference because uh, people use examples of Trump a lot. You know what about Trump? And he 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 did the. I mean, you if you looked at his sentences sometimes, like when they were in print, it was like wow. But you came away with it knowing what he meant. Yes, it was like oh, that structure wise, it was crazy. You know, his asides and this and that and everything like that. But you always came away in the way that salespeople do. You know what he was trying to tell you. He
0: communicated something. Mm-hmm. I, know, I never know what she's communicating. Something to do with helping Jamaica with COVID, I think. <laughs> so we came across this gal on the TikTok who does the best Kamala uh, uh, impression I've ever heard. Uh, let's start with 51, Michael.
1: Kamala Harris speaks in a more condescending
0: tone. Okay. She says a lot of things without saying a lot of things. Okay, there's usually a laugh involved. (laughs) I don't know where the laugh comes in.
2: (laughs) That is unbelievable. That That is fantastic. She needs to be on. Well, you know,
0: if it were a Republican, she'd have been on Jimmy Kimmel already. Oh yeah, she needs to be on Saturday Night Live at least occasionally. Uh, And here's uh, go ahead with the next one, Michael. Because let me tell you something. It is significant. It's significant, and when you try, okay, when you try to explain the significance as a whole, (laughs) that is so good. Oh, my god! That is
2: brilliant. It's disturbing. (laughs) It is disturbing. Wow. The way some people have the ability to tap into not just the
0: sound, but like the soul of people. It's just amazing sure the, the 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 inflections and the syntax and the pacing and the rest. Play the first one again, Michael. Would you have 51?
1: Kamala Harris
0: speaks in a more condescending tone. Okay. She says a lot of things without saying a lot of things. Okay. There's usually a laugh involved. <laughs> I don't know where the laugh comes in. So, it's, it and she's nailed it in that she she Comes off as condescending, though she has no right to condescend to anybody because she doesn't have much going on. She tries to sound authoritative, though she has no authority. And, and she tries to sound smart by throwing lots of words and phrases like in terms of around. But she obviously doesn't have two thoughts that, that, to bump into each other in her skull. It's like the whole thing is pretending to be something.
2: So we got the desantis leonard Skinner song. Yeah, Governor Finally. DeSantis and leonard Skinner thing uh, next segment. Together at last. Some really fascinating polling about abortion that just came out from the Wall Street Journal as the Supreme Court is about to take that case on. And you should hear it before you start hearing all kinds of crap about it. But I have these two little breaking news story things for you. First of all, Press Secretary Jen Psaki, spokesman for the White House, is going to leave in May. These people usually ah, do the job. Missed. These people usually I do said, the- you're kidding me. These people usually do the job like a year or so because nothing would burn you out faster than doing that job. I can't imagine the horror of doing that job for anyone. Uh, God dang it. That would be stressful. Anyway, she's leaving to do what? To host a show on MSNBC. Ah, course, right. Ding. And this story, the nation's oldest park ranger has retired at the age of 100. Wow.
0: And what did he say?
2: I kept the engines out. I'll tell you that much. <laughs>
0: I doubt, I doubt he said that. That would be uh, an unfortunate thing to say. hundred? One hundred? What park was he still ranging? <laughs> he didn't have much of a range. <laughs> uh, I don't, good for him, though. Yeah, Love cool. the great outdoors, I'm sure. Looked good in the hat. Good for him. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got all
2: that stuff we mentioned next. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Oh boy, we got so many things to get to all of a sudden. Good thing we're only halfway through the uh, the radio show. The sprawling
0: epic that is the Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: Um, Quickly mention this. There's reporting out that Putin has been accompanied by doctors, a thyroid cancer surgeon on Sochi trips. This is a new actual news report that's out. The idea that Putin has some sort of serious medical problem. Makes more sense than not in terms of describing his behavior
0: and, and 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 everything else. Wow, wait a minute. Yeah, if he's undergoing cancer treatment, that would explain being 125 yards away from all of his advisors and being a little during the time of COVID, obviously.
2: being a little weird and apocalyptic and all kinds of different things. So who knows? But more on that later. Hmm. The world, the universe. I, I believe Newton's Newton's fourth law. Of gravitational pull. For some distance. pronounce it Nerton. Newton. I just watched a show about <laughs> Newton yesterday. I love fig nurtons. Um, <laughs> oh, they're
0: so delicious. So chewy.
2: Okay, my long rambling setup is too long and rambling. Um, Leonard Skinner has gotten together with Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Of course they have. Because of course they have. And we <laughs> haven't heard this yet, but we were told it's good. We're jumping right to the lyrics. Let's hear it.
0: Take it to the bank. He don't care what brand the things at the White House. Yeah, he's fighting for the right to keep our state free.
2: On that, well, a couple of things on that. One, uh, parody songs are much more tuneful when they're done by legendary bands. I noticed uh, the the music is better. Uh, now, is that a
0: parody song or is it just a, a topical song?
2: I don't know, but i f- I feel like this is only going to help both Leonard Skinnerd and Ron DeSantis. I think they <laughs> both get a giant win out of this. Yeah, and I they get agree. together at various functions as he runs for president and everything like that. Oh, Leonard sure. Skinner is the- going to sell more T-shirts than they ever did before. <laughs> They're going to warm up the crowd at all of his rallies. Oh, sure. Good.
0: Yeah. Hell yeah. Why not? I love it. <laughs> oh, you know, next hour, I want to talk more about the uh, Ron DeSantis and the uh, so-called don't say gay bill, which is anything, uh, anything but, and how wildly distorted... The media coverage has been of it, not just, you know, the coverage of the bill specifically, which is so wildly inaccurate. It's just, well, it's dishonest. But the number of states that are about to pass similar measures. Why? Why would they do something so horrible and hateful? Well, because it's not horrible and hateful. And everybody agrees. Virtually everybody agrees tiny little kids should not be taught about, you know, sexual uh, identities and and practices and that sort of thing. So stay tuned for that next hour. If you don't get the next hour, grab the podcast later.
2: Maybe we'll pair that with the new um, poll on abortion attitudes as the Supreme Court's about to take up that issue. It's definitely worth knowing. We have a TikTok challenge that's turned violent, Joe. No, no, actually in the town right next to me where I was just yesterday. Um, Is it the if a comedian annoys your wife challenge? (laughs) Hilarious. Police say the Orbeez challenge encourages young people to shoot gel beads out of toy guns. It can get really out of hand, said one Woodland high school student. Uh, Sometimes they hurt if you're closer to them. (laughs) There could be injuries from it, said one officer. Wow, there could be. Wow. One student said it could, it can get out of hand. One officer said there could be injuries. That's a TikTok challenge getting out of hand?
0: Wow. That's a news story? That's a news story? <laughs> Did nobody see, I don't know, a cat walking down the street? Because that would be a more interesting news story. Another comment from one of the police officers. If someone
2: had an injury because of this, it could be a crime. <laughs>
0: wow. Wow.
2: <laughs> It could be. Wow, this is the lamest story ever. It really is. So the TikTok challenge is apparently something to do with shooting gel pellets out of a toy gun. All right. It's the
0: Orbeez challenge, Joe. Oh, no. Am I up to it? Who knows? So it's in other news. A cat was sighted walking down Main Street this afternoon. (laughs) It paused in front of the home of Mr. and Mrs. Jones, glanced about, then continued on its way. It was part gray and part white. Like if most that cat had gone crazy and bit a child in the eye. That could have really been an injury.
2: Well, if it had, it had been radioactive and it bit somebody, they might have become a superhuman. You don't know.
0: <laughs> if it had been a lion, it might have ate somebody. <laughs> it could have. Sheminy.
1: <laughs> I'm here live. I'm feel, not a cat.
2: I feel like I need the song again, Michael. I'm gonna sway my arms oh, back yeah. and forth. Give Come me the song. On, I got my
0: lighter out. You can take it Brandon at the White House. You don't care, yeah. Brandon Finks. Yeah. Yes, fighting for the right to keep our state free. That's right. Free. free. Well, it's Got the sweet home back. Alabama Coming girls, down girl's down in the studio. Sounds good.
1: only
0: one for you and me. So uh, what role does Ron
2: desantis playing this is he singing it or is he yeah, that's a good question what role does ron desantis play this just... alex can alex tell us because he's he's involved in this getting uh, this for us what i do you... think they the, so the van zantz wrote it for him and they debuted it with his twitter and it's going to be like his official campaign song ah. okay yeah, okay. And so instead of like choosing a song from some uh, hippie rocker who then, you know, sues you and says you're not allowed to do it anymore, Ron DeSantis just goes, I'll just go write to Leonard Skinner, have him write me a song. That'll be my official campaign song. Ain't nobody going to stop that from happening. I wonder
0: if Kid Rock just wanted too much money or something. <laughs> of course, he's a Michigan guy. Leonard yeah. Skinner, Gainesville, Florida. Sure. Come on now.
2: Um, uh, so who's the, the guitar player that invented Sweet Home Alabama that died a couple years ago? He, uh, uh what's his Ed name?
0: King. They had so many guitar King. players. Yeah, King. Yeah, Ed King. Ed yeah. King
2: is the guy. And, uh, I just wonder how he'd feel about this. I just, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, he'd uh, probably
0: laugh. <laughs> maybe. I don't know.
2: You know, because a lot of your, a lot of your hardcore hippie rock and rollers are actually, you know, they're just, they're, they're, they're way lefty hippies. They're way more that direction, but I don't know. I don't know the politics of Leonard Skinner
0: behind the yeah, scenes. Yeah, nor do I care enough to think about it. Um, but, but, but Sweet Home Alabama you know, was a
2: song written to like mock those kind of people more than their, you know, uh, uh, um, uh, trying to espouse their views of the world. But it's become
0: a people espousing those views of the world. Yeah, but they did time, uh, take a shot at uh, Neil Young for taking a shot at Alabama ironically though oh, you you tricked me into talking about this i don't care well, I, I don't just, care i'm just
2: saying it's kind of <laughs> interesting that they're they're playing along with the whole uh, we're up with the right
0: wingers thing when i don't know that that's where their politics are maybe they just got paid to do it you know as a guy who's read more about this than can possibly be justified uh it, back in the day bands like leonard skinner and that band specifically they were Absolutely, like a counterculture against the uh, brush cut, brutal, bullying, traditional southern male thing. They're long hairs. They got right. beat up and pushed around and that sort of thing.
2: Right. They, um, they wanted to be able to do drugs openly and wear their hair long and all kinds of the uh, hippie
0: stuff. But in the way that, uh, you know, a lot of lefties have become totalitarians and, and fascist in their leanings. Um they're consistent. They're like just let Florida do what Florida wants to do. We don't need a central authority telling us what to do. So, uh, you know, I give him credit for consistency anyway. Southern Man don't need him around anyhow. That's right. Um
2: Here's a little something for guitar players. Well, only matter to guitar players. I saw a YouTube video before Ed King died. He invented the rip. He invented that. He mm-hmm. probably played it what a million times. It might be, you know, that be. might be an exaggeration, but it would be a lot between yeah. practices and concerts and everything else. And I saw a YouTube video and he was somebody asked me, how do you play that riff to get it right? And he couldn't remember. He was like trying to do it a couple of times and he couldn't remember. So if you've ever struggled with getting that riff right, the guy who invented it and probably played it a million times without practicing it right then couldn't get it right. So I thought that's worth noting. As a musician. Or did he have the dementia or something? No, no, no. It's definitely, ne- definitely not. She's okay. like, oh, I haven't played it in a long time. I think it's... No, no, it's not that. That's right. It's up here on the 7th. Right? Yeah. So, so there you go. Huh. Uh, if you miss an hour of the show, grab the podcast at armstrongandgetty.com. Armstrong and
0: Getty.